started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. What the fuck is up, gamers? Welcome back to Seagulls Make Do. I'm your host, Alex, and I'm cardboard cut out of a baby. <laughs> I'm your host, Stephanie, and I'm long pink and amazing. Oh. <laughs> I'm Jess, and I'm a dead woman fucking. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, good. Uh, um, I was worried we were all going to have a similar one this week. I'm happy we were diverse. <laughs> I thought we would have the exact same one. I thought they would all be like, I'm baby. I had written down cardboard cutout of an eraser head baby a while ago. So, but the good news is I had like 10. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of really good things that are said this week. So you, you joined us for such a good episode. I was like, Jess, you have to come on the cardboard baby episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, so you haven't been a guest on the show yet. Uh, no. So do you want to tell us about your Sex in the City experience and which city girl you are? <laughs> um, I haven't watched any up until season four, and I started watching um, because I got tired of hearing about Kyle MacLachlan and not seeing any of it. So, <laughs> and I think, I mean, I, th- I feel like it's a little stereotypical to say I'm a Miranda, but I think I'm a Miranda. Yeah, I don't think, I feel like Miranda is, Miranda is like kind of left alone a lot. Like, I don't feel it's stereotypical. It's real to say you're a Miranda. I feel like a lot of people think they're too cool to be Miranda, not realizing that Miranda is very cool. So She's the yeah. coolest one at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Certainly the most valid to me. Yes. Yeah, the others really falter. <laughs> oh, I've known Khaleesi that Miranda is the coolest one. Uh-huh. Um, so, okay, so it's season four, episode 13, Happy Homestuck episode. It's called The Good Fight. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> it's also uh, a fucking birthday episode, and I don't get a birthday episode because no, it's like, not. My birthday is three fourteen. Oh wait, <laughs> it's the pie day. I don't know maths. My birthday is the homestuck number backwards because the homestuck number is four one three. I thought I thought that was pie. I thought okay. <laughs> Circles would be fucking bonkers if that was true, and I love it. <laughs> I just knew your birthday was pie, and I was like, that's 4.13. Okay. Um, close, yeah. <laughs> I was close. You know I'm a Pisces, though. That's true, but I don't know anyone else. I don't know when any of the fucking other things are. Like, I was talking to a guy today, and I was like, when's your birthday? And then he said December, and I was like, that could mean anything. And I just instantly Googled when his birthday, like, what sign he was. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. I literally yeah. only know the sign orders because of Homestuck, so I'm incredibly God. invalid. But uh, anyway, <laughs> I guess we should just talk about the episode. Yeah, this is, yeah. This is a classic episode. So I think out of the entire series, the the cardboard cutout of the baby scene is probably my favorite scene of the entire series. <laughs> wow. It's so much. So it's a big one for me. It's just, I feel like the second I saw it, the first time I ever watched the series, The Joke of Cardboard Baby Rude, uh, <laughs> I saw it and I just thought it was so 
funny. <laughs> like, it's just so out of nowhere. And it's just so not funny. <laughs> like, why would anyone ever do this? I just it's couldn't like, stop laughing. The only valid horseshoe theory is that something that is so unfunny eventually becomes funny again. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, that's the truth. That's the only horseshoe theory that is actually true. <laughs> Yeah, and this is it works in this case. It's mm-hmm. it's so funny. I mean, if I was if I was Charlotte, I would be mortified, but yeah. I'm not Charlotte, so I think it's very funny. <laughs> but I guess we need to get there first. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, so we so the episode is called The Good Fight, which I guess is like um, you know, foreshadowing for the show. And Basically, we start with Carrie and Aiden in her apartment, and the whole place is, like, full to the brim of stuff. She can't even fucking get in the door, because it's all of Aiden's stuff, all of her stuff. Like, they were supposed to knock down the wall. Okay, this is the thing. All right. So they were supposed to knock down the wall to the neighboring apartment and turn it into one big one. That Mm -hmm. makes sense. Why did they bring all of his stuff in because presumably they're gonna have to do a lot of construction work so why would you have all of his stuff there yeah the only thing that makes sense mm -hmm. i think like the only thing that makes sense is if they had to like if because he had to sell his place first and then but yeah god buy a storage unit like what are you doing you're gonna have to get rid of all the stuff in the apartment anyway to actually knock through the wall so like it hasn't been planned it clearly has not been he should have he should have waited longer to sell his place basically like he should have waited until like the end of the month when like he knew for sure the other place would be empty and then he could bring everything in after but this is like what happens when you're both air signs (laughs) (laughs) yeah well carrie is confirmed an air sign i guess what about so were you just headcanoning that for anna for aiden i'm gonna headcanon that aiden's a gemini um okay not bad just a gemini i'm not putting i'm not putting any twist on that i'm not saying he's a gemini because he sucks <laughs> i'm just saying moving, he's a gemini moving into my fiance's apartment early be, can't help being a gemini <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's it's a stupid move but yeah i don't know they're the thing is they're both really dumb so and okay this is the first time i realized that their names both have shaw in them yeah she says in the bradshaw shaw res- residence i'm like oh yeah yeah and you see their names both on like a package together and i was like yeah they really are both shaw it's kind of like how the writers make miranda name her baby brady even though Steve's <laughs> last name is brady so <laughs> So the baby's Brady Brady. But like, it's so, it's like the writers just, I don't know if they just think it's funny. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, I don't, I don't think they think. (laughs) No. Um, but yeah, so Carrie's talking to him and it's like, so, uh, how long until you can get your stuff out? And he's like, oh, just be until the end of the week. And, um, you know, we'll get the apartment. We'll sort it all out. It'll be fine. And she's like, obviously kind of stressed her whole thing is she likes having two bathroom doors and one of them's blocked up with all this stuff it's a problem i'd love to have two bathroom doors i wouldn't because i'd always forget to lock one and then someone would come in and see me like mid piss i guess so it would be annoying to have to close two bathroom doors yeah Mm -hmm. especially in the middle of the night Mm -hmm. um but then the other thing okay right 
So Aiden also <laughs> bought a plant and Carrie's horrified. <laughs> She's like, there's a living thing in my apartment. It's going to die. As if she couldn't just leave it alone. Also... But also he bought a dog. Yeah, dear God. And she's like, ew, that's a living thing. Like, um, hello, he has a dog. Like, that's more, that needs more care <laughs> than a fucking plant. And you're worried about the plant, not the dog. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. Um, <laughs> To be fair, I find it a lot harder to keep plants alive than it is to keep animals alive. Well, but animals will scream yeah. if you don't feed them. Um, but well, that's still, true. Yeah, like, does need a bit more care and attention than just fucking watering it like once a week. But like, Aiden's the one who bought it. He could just be the one who waters it. She might not have to do anything. Yeah, clearly he's kept it alive up to this point. So I legitimately don't understand what she's concerned about. Not. Yeah, I have no idea. She's. I don't know. She's just terrified because it's just like cooking. It's one of those things that's like not allowed in her apartment. So. <laughs> Uh, they yeah. she complains about it at brunch. So like they they cut to brunch and he she's just like he brought a plant into my place and it's too much for me and I just miss my apartment being quiet and plant free. Uh, and then we get into the behaviors that they like to do when they're alone. Their secret single behavior. Which okay, good. Do you guys have secret single behaviors? Because I was really struggling to think of a single thing I'm like, I only do when I'm alone. <laughs> like, apart from just anything on the toilet? <laughs> um, yeah. Hmm. I do? Okay. You know those, like, spot extractors? Mm-hmm. I do love just dragging them over my face and getting all the gunk out. Which yeah. I probably wouldn't do in front of my boyfriend because that is disgusting. Um... <laughs> But just, like, I guess, like, yeah. any sort of self-care is kind of like that. Like, any sort of physical self-care is a bit gross. And, like, how I eat when I just, like, inhale a pizza to myself. Hmm. What about you, Jess? Because you live with your partner. So, like, yeah. do you do anything differently? <laughs> <laughs> I've I've been dating him for seven years. And, like, we've lived together for five of those. So, I feel like at this point... There's not really much. Like, I do sing at my cat, but I also do that when he's home, but usually when he's uh -huh. got his headphones in. So, like, I stare at my pupils in mirrors also, but I'm also not particularly embarrassed to do that. Yeah, like, I was thinking of the thing, because so, okay, so the things that they do, so Carrie's thing is she will stand in her kitchen, and I, it's important that she's standing up for some reason, she'll stand <laughs> in her kitchen and stack saltines and put grape jelly on them and eat it, eat them while reading fashion magazines, which is yeah. extremely specific. I also feel like grape jelly would be really bad on saltines, but... Go off, I suppose. Yeah. That's just me, but whatever, I guess that's her thing. I mean... Okay, so Miranda's thing, okay, this one was the one that was the worst to me. She likes to put Vaseline all over her hands and then stick her hands into gloves while she watches infomercials. I, no, I feel this. Like, I love doing that with my feet and I have, like, my eczema's come back up because it's winter. So, I, maybe, and Vaseline, Vaseline is a good moisturizer. It is. That's true. I just, I really dislike the idea of being wet while inside something. <laughs> Not like wet, but just like <laughs> your boyfriend doesn't. Oh, gross. <laughs> um, no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, I hate to, I hate to like, 
uh, I don't know. Like, if I'm going to be inside a glove, I just want it to be dry. I don't want it to be, like, yeah, slimy. I, I will occasionally do that with socks, and it's quite nice. I do that with socks, too. With Vaseline? Yeah. But again, you can... Well, not va- but, like, lotion. Lotion. Yeah. But you can okay. wash socks, and the gloves that she had looked very rigid, and I have a hard time believing that she's able to get those clean. Yeah, like, is she wiping the Vaseline out after she's finished with it? That seems like such a mess, and I'm just, like, stressed thinking about it. They seem to be, like, the gloves made specifically for moisturizing. Maybe. But still, I don't know. She said they're, like, Borghese gloves, which when she said that, I was like, is she just saying bourgeoisie wrong? But then I looked it up, and I was like, no, it's an actual thing. <laughs> Yeah, but um, that's her thing. And Charlotte says that she likes to sit in front of the mirror and, like, the magnifying mirror and just look at her pores for hours. Yeah, that's just normal. Yeah, I, I do, do that, that literally every time I'm drunk. I just stare at my <laughs> face and start picking at it. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. I, like, first of all, Steph, you didn't say what yours was. Oh, yeah, no. I, I mean, so I've only been living with Matt for a few months now. But, like, I don't really feel like I do anything different from what I did before. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, like he's out of the house now. This is, like, like I don't know. He's We're usually in the house at the same time, so I haven't even really thought about mm. it. But there's not really anything that I'm like, oh, this is the first time he's been out in a while. I don't have time to fucking go ham. And just, I don't know. Well, like, <laughs> I will say that the first day that he worked overnights, you did do a Homestuck personality quiz for your cats. <laughs> and I think that counts. <laughs> oh, my God. You're so right. And I'm <laughs> Two hours, and I'm like, okay, well, now I know that Nanu is, you know, as a space player. So, oh my gosh. Okay, you're right. But I would have done That's that disturbing behavior. I would have done that with Matt there. It's just that I was bored because he wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, you would. You would. I just thought my other thing is like plucking. So I have a mole on my face. Which, if you have a mole on your face, you know the secret is you always get fucking hair coming out of it. Mm-hmm. And I adore plucking the hair out of my mole. <laughs> I love it. That's good. I love yeah. to pluck. I love to pluck mm. my eyebrows like so much. It's so therapeutic to me, but I would do that with Matt home. That's so. like, but like Mo has a different because they're like thick, but it doesn't hurt. Mm. And it's like they're always really long, even if they're short. Oh, it's great. So I guess <laughs> that, but like literally, I feel like you could say that for like any sort of like physical self care, you know? And most yeah. of theirs are, right? Like, I mean, I probably wouldn't care if my boyfriend caught me shaving my legs, but, like, I probably wouldn't just whip him out and do him <laughs> in front of him. Yeah, I guess kind of the same. Yeah, I feel like bathroom stuff shouldn't count. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of different, because... I don't know. If I'm um, dating someone, they already fucking know I'm weird, and if I'm living with them, they certainly do, so I don't care. Yeah, true. It's like, Matt's known me for almost 14 years, like, pretty sure he <laughs> knows I'm already a fucking weirdo, so, like, I am exactly. weird, and, he loves you and he's it. never seen me without the stupid hat on, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, so, and then Samantha has no thing. She doesn't have a single thing that she yeah. feels like that about, and they're like, well, we're so not surprised, which, like, I feel like that's kind of normal, but fine. Yeah, but, you know, she's Samantha, and she's edgy, uh, she, she also is says edgy. that she kicks men out after an hour. Like once they've come, like once she's come, she kicks them out after an hour, which uh-huh. I adore. <laughs> Miranda's like, you let them stay for an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then she gets a call from Richard, who is in her phone as Dick. Yeah. 
I love that so much because she does not call him dick. It's because of his dick. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. I love that they just named his entire character Richard literally just because it's Samantha who loves dick. Like, they're like, what if we gave Samantha, like, a main love interest in the series and we're going to name him Dick? Like, they did that. I, like, honestly, I had a crush on a guy called Richard and, like, I'm like, ugh, if I dated him, I'm not calling him Richard. But, like, also he's not a Richie or a Rick or anything. So it Mm -hmm. would just be Dick. Like, I would just say, hey, Dick. What do you have for dinner? <laughs> yeah, my ex's middle name was Richard, and he was like so ashamed to tell people about it because he was like, "The people are just gonna call me Dick," and I'm like, "It's your fucking middle name. No yeah. one fucking cares. You're no so insecure. It's has so funny." Ever called me by my fucking middle name? No, it's so dumb. It's like the fact that you're so insecure about it is what they're gonna make fun of you about, not I'm- the fact that it's Dick. We all know like five Alexes. Everyone just calls me. Alex, they could very much just call me by my middle name to make it easier. They don't. Yeah. No, no, no one ever does that, weirdo. Uh, <laughs> I hate him. But like, Sam gets a call from him, and the girls like, well, Carrie basically outs her, and it's like, oh, you're fucking him. And you know, Sam's like, why did you tell everyone? <laughs> Even though it was really obvious, I suppose. Yeah, and. They're like, why haven't you told us about what he's like in bed? If you, you know, you must love him because if you're just fucking him, you would have told us all the gory details. What's going on? They're kind of right, though. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's it is a little bit intense. They're just like, yeah, you must have like real feelings. Like, do you have feelings, Samantha? And (laughs) she she refuses to say like anything except she's like, okay, fine. I'll just tell you that he has the most perfect dick I've ever seen. It's long, pink, and amazing. It's dickalicious. Ugh. Like, dickalicious. Okay. Dickalicious. It's, that's a word she said. Yep. I kind of, I kind of agree with, I do the same thing Samantha does. Like, I will keep stum, well, not stum, but I won't give too many details about a guy I'm seeing if when we slept together afterwards, I'll be like, so, it's <laughs> the play by play. This boy's dick was like, this is what happened. This is, <laughs> it's terrible, but it's kind of true. Like, I get it. But yes, she says it's perfect. He has the perfect penis, and we will see it later, partially. We, we sure do see it later. I think it's really the first, the only time in the entire show's run that we ever see a dick on screen, ever. And I don't know if it was worth it, but at least they were not cowards for once in their life. So mm, they could have been less cowardly. Like they could have been. This is an SD as well. Like it's not. I need that HG dick. Because it's, like, it happens so quickly, and, like, there's a few shots of it, but a couple of them are really far away, and the one that's close up is, like, so short. And, Mm. I mean, I get that you're not, they can't just, like, show an erect dick on TV, because that's just not what you're allowed to do, I guess, because TV is cowards. But they could at least, like, they could at least, you know, show it for longer, so mm, it's just yeah. it's a quality i want it close up i want 
Oh, which we guess we do get a close up just of like the top of it, which or the bottom, I guess, depending on your uh, direction. I mean, you see the whole thing. I think of it as like you see, it's like a side glance of it from yeah. But it's like it's, a it's like a, a Gongo Ben Affleck. It's a portrait. It's it's like a, a um. What am I thinking? What's it called when you see someone's head from the side? A profile. A profile. It's a dick profile. That's what it is. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we're talking <laughs> about dick. So moving on. <laughs> they put it there for us to talk about, so. True. They knew that in 20 years there would be like two uh, 20-somethings talking about James Remar's dick in depth. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So we go to Charlotte and Trey and she's says that she's inviting the girls over for dinner and it's just gonna be the girls so fuck all yeah <laughs> just fucking leave he asked what day and then she was like just the girls it's like all right that didn't answer the question like no, no. wonder he ends no. up spoiler alert showing up but like you never told him when it was happening yeah you could have said like oh it's gonna be on thursday and then he'd go okay cool oh my god with the guys for drinks after work you'd be like that's perfect Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but no, no, she really doesn't say at all. She just goes kind of just straight up goes to being like, well, you know, I just have so much free time now because I don't have a job. And now that we're not having a baby, it's just like it's a really hard adjustment. And I just have all this time to plan with like do all this stuff with. And he's just like, well, good news. I have tickets to the producers. This obviously solves your problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she looks at him with such disdain. Uh, like, I don't want to see the fucking producers. I want a baby. Uh, I love how much she hates him. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. It's yeah. great. It's very healthy to be in a relationship and hate your husband. It's normal. She's uh-huh. normal. Uh, yeah. She just the, just the fact that they gave this plot to Kristen Davis, though, because she's just so the most expressive out of all of them. And mm. she's just... So good at, mm-hmm. at showing like, her it on her face. She's like a real-life anime character. Fuck, she really is. Charlotte really could just stop. Well, she can't be an anime protagonist because she doesn't have, like... She has very boring hair. Mm. But, True, and she's, like, 30 and doesn't have gigantic tits, so... <laughs> True. Mm. Um, And, yeah, she kind of is just, like okay great and trey is like look i know everything's disappointing but life moves on and charlotte is just mood emoji because uh, she's so she's just so demoralized yeah it's mm-hmm. horrible it, it's kind of it's, it is you hate to see it but she turns around she turns it around for us mm-hmm. um but then we move on to sam and she's going to see richard at work and he's talking on the phone to some austrian people and he's like, how do I say fuck you in German? And she says, uh, fick me or whatever. And he says it. And then she goes, oh, thinking about it, I think that's fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, how do you know that in German? And she just winks at the camera. That's all she does. I love it. Uh-huh. I do love it. <laughs> I love her just random knowing of German and like because <laughs> so then she goes to give him a blowjob right in his office and okay so like for context his office is one of those offices where it's like full glass walls on three sides and then the back is like a normal wall so you yeah. can fully see in from like all three sides around his desk 
And she's just like, oh, oops, I dropped something. So now I'm going to give you a blowjob. And everyone can see. Yeah, everyone can see. And, like, even if someone was standing behind and they're like, oh, I think that woman's on her knees. Perhaps she's just picking something up. The stairs are right there, too. So I'm sure everyone had a very good aerial view of what was going on. She's picking Uh something up for five minutes. (laughs) Yeah, she's just continually picking it up while bobbing her head like she's a chicken (laughs) or something. And he's just going, like, his hands on the back of his head, like... Yeah, and then he just drops all the papers behind him very dramatically. And then she says in German, uh, she says, Das ist einen schönen, perfekten Schwanz. I don't know if I Your said dick that is right. Perfect. But it says, yeah, that's a nice, perfect cock. <laughs> so I love that she was like, oh, wait, I messed up my, my other words earlier, but I know how to say this entire phrase in German. <laughs> I, oh yeah it's great like my mom also knows random bits of german which i guess is just something that happens when you're in europe i don't know any of that shit though but yeah um yeah i guess you pick it up and as we know I mean, you know yeah i mean i don't even live in europe and i can pick up a few of these words like yeah. i can read like das ist einen and be like yeah that is one but then everything else i'm like perfect and okay perfect and then like schwanz Okay, I guess that's dick, but (laughs) I wouldn't have guessed that, I guess. I remember, like, I was at a party a couple weeks ago, and these two guys were just speaking in Spanish, but I understood what they were saying, so I was speaking to them in English. Mm -hmm. And this one girl was like, how do you know what they're saying? And I was like, i pick up a few words. I had uh, patatas bravas when I was there. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's not that hard to, like, understand bits of conversation. Yeah. So, um, so then, so after she blowjobs him, yeah, um, <laughs> after she blows him, <laughs> we go to Miranda, who is out with a guy, it's a blind date, and I guess, like, he'd bailed a couple times on her because he keeps traveling in Europe, which is, like, okay, good for you, and, uh, but then, but they seem to be really hitting it off, because he's, like, this is the best blind date I've ever had in the continental U.S. Okay, but, like, did you recognize him? No. But he's fucking bought bass from Gossip Girl. Oh, <laughs> and like the I whole haven't t- watched Gossip Girl that much. I've only seen a couple episodes. <laughs> I I watched it like a couple like maybe last year. I rewatched it. It's great. Um, yeah, he's Chuck's dad, but also he was in Thinner, which is, I think is an underrated uh, Stephen King adaptation. Whatever, yeah. the guy's been in everything. But the whole I just in my notes he's Bart Bass. <laughs> he definitely doesn't look old enough to be his dad, considering I do know what Chuck looks like. But mm. yeah. Um, they kiss, and he, like, goes to reach for her hip, and she kind of pulls away from him, uh, because she's like, oh, no, I'm Gregnant, and you can't touch me, and... <laughs> she doesn't say that. <laughs> she doesn't say it, but that's, the that's what's implied, I guess, <laughs> but he doesn't know this yet, and he wants to see her again, and she's just like, I guess they, they decide that... Well, I don't know. Did they decide on anything yet? It sounds like they kind of just, like, leave it. And then later she yeah. decides she wants to see him again. Yeah. Well, I think, like, later on he says that he's going back to Europe. So, like, I don't know. I guess they're keeping it open and seeing where it goes. And also she's she knows she's pregnant. So she's not going to be like, let's make plans when you're back and I've got a giant belly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she is apprehensive, though, for 
for some reasons. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we used to go to her like walking with Carrie and she's like, I'm really horny. And obviously, like, guys don't really want to fuck someone who's heavily pregnant. Some guys. <laughs> so, well, yeah. Oh, my God. You always see, like, I remember you always see, like, random fucking pregnancy porn. Mm. And it's like. <laughs> so, Tumblr used to make it so that you could see anyone's likes. And I just would, I have a bit of insomnia. And so there would be some times where I would just staying up and I'm like, I'm going to look at everyone I know's likes. And I just, oh that's God. how I discovered my friend's ex had a feeder fetish. So <laughs> oh, it's a mm. thing, I guess, that is mm-hmm. statistically likely enough that someone I knew had it. Oh, I don't like that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I like I feel like I would definitely find it really funny to do that, but at the same time I'm like I really don't need to know some of these things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't ever really want to know like you will occasionally be like, "Okay, I'm feeling horny. Let's look at some pornographic material." And you'll just see someone like who's like 8 months pregnant and I'm like, oh, "No." Like it's obviously 100% cool to have sex when you're pregnant. Yeah. But it's weird that it's a fetish. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. Like, I get being like, yeah, I want to have sex with my partner who's pregnant. Yeah. Because that's what I like to do. But being like, oh, she's got to be pregnant, otherwise I can't not. <laughs> and it's that's like, weird. <laughs> exactly, that's weird. <laughs> um, but Miranda's like, okay, if we did have sex, would it dent the baby? She uses... <laughs> den and carrie's like that's where dimples come from (laughs) i don't like that i don't like the idea that your face is formed by your dad's dick just poking into it like fucking putty i just don't like everything miranda is saying like obviously she knows it's really over the top but like because she even says like well married couples will have sex when they're pregnant with like their own child and that's normal so it should be normal right but then she's like but what if this dick is really big and like she just has all these logistical concerns that i'm like (laughs) it is very funny but like there there's so much but it's also gross that she's talking about like shaking the baby loose like that's not (laughs) possible Uh uh-huh yeah the baby's not just gonna like come out or anything like it's I feel like she doesn't understand the logistics of, like, where the baby is inside of her. Yeah. Anytime I, I hear she- people talk about this, I'm like, have they never had sex with someone that has had a very large penis? Because, like, you can tell that there's a point where it can't go further. Yeah, it just, yeah. It just won't go any deeper. Like, I, she knows what a cervix is, I'm sure. But She's got she? She's got gotta. She? I mean... And considering she's having Steve probably isn't slamming her cervix. Let's be real. But <laughs> no, like but like but like I don't think he's doing that. I don't think he's got that good dick. Like I don't think he, I think he is slamming it in a way. Oh, I don't like it. But have you never I mean have you never slept with a guy who's just like pounding and you're like, whoa, dude, that's not that don't feel good. I feel like every single person with a vagina who's had sex has experienced this. Yeah, so, yes. exactly. <laughs> like, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, or at least, like, like P&V sex. Like, I yeah. mean, but, like, still, it's it's just an unfortunate reality of having that kind of sex. So, yeah. um, but, 
then, yeah, the, she's just, like, worried that this is her last chance to ever have sex, basically. She's like, this is my, this is my last chance. And Carrie's like, okay, you're not dying. <laughs> you're still gonna be able to have <laughs> sex later. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Miranda's like, okay, just thinking about it. Um, and then we see, like, this old, like, lady coming out of Carrie's apartment and going downstairs and she's her neighbor and Carrie's like oh let me help you down the stairs uh and she's like so out of character (laughs) this is so strange well it's because she lives in the apartment next door and they're trying to get her to move out so it's yeah, not out of character. It's in that's character. True. It's called manipulation. And well, it <laughs> seemed out of character until I knew like what was happening, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? And then I was like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like, you've got a horrible outfit. I and I'm not <laughs> lost my mind when that happened because I'm like, did this woman not look uh-huh. in the mirror? Her outfit has every single color that humans can see and probably some they can't. She's uh-huh. wearing like... I thought it was like a Louis Vuitton like bucket hat. And yeah. Like she's dressed like a fucking SoundCloud rapper. It's great. <laughs> she really is. And like Carrie's outfit for Carrie standards is pretty fucking normal this yeah. at this yeah. moment. So like it's not even that weird. Carrie just kind of like makes a face to Miranda like the fuck. <laughs> it's really yeah, good. It's uh, good. But, and, but she's yeah. yeah. You go. Mrs. Cowan is a little bit rude, the the old lady. Oh. She After she says it's a crazy outfit, then she's just like, tell your boyfriend I'm not leaving for 30 days. Because <laughs> he was she was supposed to move out by the end of the week, and now it's going to be 30 days. And Carrie's just like, fucking kill me, because I can't live with Aiden like this any longer, or I'm going to fucking explode. <laughs> I thought she was going to fucking push this old lady down the stairs. I thought she was too- <laughs> like oh my god she's gonna commit a murder she's gonna commit a murder and i was so excited but she didn't so no it was, it was kind of a letdown like i would stand uh-huh. if she just started killing old people because i mean interesting <laughs> series like obviously don't kill old people but at the same time it's like you know <laughs> I need to keep my attention somehow don't fucking kill old people and in another breath you said i would stand if she started killing old people <laughs> real life in the show in the people who aren't real but like not real old people not down with that Uh uh-huh although some eh. (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs) but she goes out to her apartment and she like says to aiden you know she's not moving out for a month 30 days and aiden's pissed off and carrie's like Thank you. You know, you've been trying to. I like. He's been staying calm about the whole situation, but he's getting frustrated, like living on top of one another, and it's getting really stressful. So, you know, they're in agreement. Until... Yeah, she's like relieved that he's miserable. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I love it. I love being mm-hmm. happy that my boyfriend is upset. Um, <laughs> but then he's like, "Well, you know what we could do to clear some space." is um you could clear out your closet and the fucking there's a gong and then it does that fucking zoom in from jaws on her face it's horrified it does the chad michael murray zoom it does from riverdale oh my god (laughs) yeah except for she needs to be wearing like a trench coat 
Yeah, Sex and City <laughs> wishes it was Riverdale. True. It really does. Riverdale, like, TV peaked. TV peaked <laughs> when Riverdale premiered, so. <laughs> <sighs> uh, so, she does start to clean out her closet, but, like, she, I don't know, she's, like, looking through stuff, and she's just, like, Oh, I love these shoes. Oh, I love everything I have. I forgot I had this. This is so good. And he's just like, okay, you haven't worn this hideous falling apart shirt in like, I've never seen you wear it. Like, Mm. are you ever going to wear it again? And she's just like, please do not make fun of my clothes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like he says something racist. It's it's like, it was an ugly shirt. And if Aiden can recognize that it's an ugly shirt, it's an ugly shirt. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, it's Roberto Cavalli. And it looks like fucking, like, cobweb. Yeah, she's got to save it for when she chases around Brendan Fraser. Like, just... <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she oh. does need it for that reason. And, but she's like fine i haven't worn it in like i haven't worn it since like 1999 so like okay i guess it can go but i'm giving up something i really love for you and then and that took me a second to like work out that that was like what two years ago yeah like she hasn't worn it in like two full years like girl just get rid of it yeah but uh then pete starts chewing on one of her shoes and she freaks the fuck out she is like she is screaming no, like she's Will Arnett in Hot Rod, and <laughs> she's not doing anything. She's just standing there yelling no while he chews on the shoe. Like <laughs> she doesn't just like take it out of his mouth, which she could. Mm-hmm. No, she doesn't do anything. Pete, no. uh, like Aiden, eventually goes over and takes it out, and Carrie's just like, "Pete owes me three hundred and eighty dollars. No, Lou, three hundred eighty dollar fine." <laughs> Yeah, but then she's like, oh, but also you can't get these anymore because they haven't been made since 1996. So what the fuck? Why would you say it owes you $380? Oh my god, I know. Because she just wants to guilt trip Pete. She wants to guilt trip Pete. She has no respect for Pete. (laughs) Poor Pete. Pete doesn't understand monetary value. He's a dog. He also also doesn't understand shoes. (laughs) Like, to be fair, Aiden does go, he's a dog. What is he supposed to do with all your shit lying around? It's like, all right, but also train your dog, maybe. To not eat shoes. Yeah, yeah, that would rule. He should probably not do that, yeah. But also, Pete's probably fucking miserable being cooped up inside. God, yeah. Yeah. Because you guys didn't walk, work out a fucking storage situation before you moved all your shit over. Yeah, it's a terrible situation to have a dog living in, especially yeah. a dog that's like, it's not a small dog. It's not huge, but it's like, I don't know, it's big enough that it's not going to be happy living there. It's like a medium-sized dog. Like, Pete needs space and he needs to run around. Mm-hmm. And like it's not- like once once they knock the wall down, he'll be fine. But like, uh-huh. in stupid, very. Um, but yeah, and then they start getting into a fight. She's like, my shit, my you know, and they start bickering and going at it. And she's like, well, what about your shit? And she goes over to a box in the bathroom, and he has like five different deodorants. <laughs> They're all, like, nearly finished and different scents. And Rogaine. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I love his five different deodorants. This is <laughs> so funny to me. <laughs> but, yeah, she's like, Rogaine? You didn't tell me you use Rogaine. And he's just like, stop looking through my stuff. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, embarrassed. and he's like, uh, it's preventative. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, is your hair falling out? 
don't know if there is a man on the planet who's not like self-conscious about going bald. I haven't met. Um, Matt, but he's half Indian, so like. Oh, so he's got thick hair. He doesn't have to worry about it. Yeah, he's got thick hair. It's really soft and thick, and it's like he's not losing it at all. So (laughs) he's got thick hair with two C's. Well, like, yeah, he does have thick hair with two C's. Well, I mean, like, if you see his dad, who's like, like, way older than him, his dad still has so much hair because that's just what it's like. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I've seen bald Indian men before. Oh yeah, they definitely exist. They but do exist. That's not the kind of. That's not what Matt is. <laughs> 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 so, I mean, maybe he'll go bald one day. I don't know. Maybe he'll Walter White and get cancer and shave it i don't know but oh i hope God. not i'm <laughs> so sorry matt if you're listening to this he's so behind he'll never listen to this it's fine um <laughs> anyway he knows i would be like really sad if he shaved it for no reason like if he if yeah. he shaved it like be- just because he felt like it because it's really soft and he likes it it's really soft he's like i conditioned my hair today and it's fluffy and so he um yeah anyway oh my god shout out to a man who uses conditioner we- he only uses it like a couple times a week because like otherwise it'll just get greasy but Fair shout enough. out to a man who like knows how to use hair products properly <laughs> Oh, yeah, including shampoo and conditioner doesn't use a combination shampoo body wash hair face wash that is true extremely true <laughs> he I knows better that. and i would kill him if he didn't so <laughs> the past two guys like houses i've been at like i can tell they have a, a female roommate because i'm like this is good conditioner mm-hmm. so this isn't yours <laughs> <laughs> yeah and there are pink razors in the bathroom like what's going on here dude yeah like I don't even buy women's razors, like, so I'm guessing that he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. Well, they're a million dollars and they're worse, so. <laughs> they're so much worse. Men's razors are so much better. Like, everyone should be buying men's razors for shaving. Like, they're just better and they're cheaper. They're so good. But. Love gendered yeah. branding and gendered marketing. It's good. But this has been your Seagull's PSA. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, so Carrie, like, they're yelling at each other at this point. They're yelling shut up at each other for, like, 20 seconds straight. Just literally both of them yelling shut up. It's the most childish shit I've ever fucking seen. Uh Uh-huh. It's just painful. And then Aiden's like, I'm going to storm out. But then Carrie's like, no, 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 no. I'm the one who's storming out. You're staying here. And then she goes to Starbucks. Yeah. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, she storms out to Starbucks, and she has a realization. She's like, I used to think everyone who just went to Starbucks with their laptop was, like, just, you know, being a poser. But it turns out that everyone is just moving in with their boyfriends (laughs) and, like, (laughs) wants to be alone. I love, like, what a fucking, like, like, lack of empathy she has. She's like, well, everyone here is going through the same thing I'm going through. That's what's happening. Yeah, and she thinks that everyone there is a poser, or she thought everyone there was a poser, which is, like, the number of times I've gone to Starbucks with my laptop and worked on something because, like, if I work 
at home, I won't get anything done. But if I work somewhere where other people can see me working and see me being like productive or not productive, I get so much more stuff done. Mm -hmm. So, and then it's like you're working away from home. So there's not like, it's like when you get home, it's just like you're not workspace. So like there's so many reasons to work at a Starbucks that are not like pretending to, it's not like, oh, someone, everyone's going to think I'm working on like a manuscript or something. Like, (laughs) I don't understand what she thought. She is a narcissist. She is extremely a narcissist. You're right. <laughs> like, oh, it's, it's terrible. But then we get our question, which is, mm-hmm. what are we fighting for? What are we fighting for? A girl. In the name of Mulan. Uh, a girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I don't even know if we find out what they're fighting for. No, that does not end up being the question that she answers at the end. No. It's not. It's really not. And that happens, like, in half the episodes. And it's just like, okay, that's fine. But, like, why didn't you just ask a different question then? But Yeah. uh, Okay, so, guys, we made it to the scene. (laughs) We made it to the really special, important scene that I've been waiting, like, a year and a half to get to since we started this podcast. (laughs) are you okay Uh, i'm so happy i'm just (laughs) okay so like on a scale from kyle mclaughlin's worst pranks to best pranks (laughs) this is his worst prank and and ice cold is his best prank so like this is the scale we're working on here uh so this is the polar opposite of and ice cold (laughs) yeah this is very hot very uh-huh. yeah um uh, yeah you take it you just have this whole scene okay so okay so trey comes home and charlotte's just sitting there like doing her thing and he has a gift for her and it's gift wrap it's very flat it's kind of like rectangular it's you know it's it, it's kind of like okay what's this what's this it could be like a picture or print or something because it's very flat she opens it and it is a cardboard cutout of a crawling baby. Uh, it's wearing a diaper, and it's just this white baby crawling. It's just, just that's all it is. And it's probably like two feet wide by like a foot and a half tall. And Charlotte just stares at it. She just looks at it straight, and she makes a face that's just like, I like. It's just. I don't even know how to describe this expression. She stares at it, puts it down on the chair, and she just. Uh, Trey just looks at her and is like, "It's supposed to be funny. I thought we could, you know, have a chuckle. Now we have one. Now we have a baby." And Charlotte just fucking turns three hundred and sixty degrees and walks away and says, "Don't talk to me." <laughs> I loved it so much. It is so unbelievably cool <laughs> it's so out of touch like if you were chewing an arrow and you were aiming for the fucking bullseye you would get it like 20 feet above the actual target that's how <laughs> off the mark this is like 
I don't get it. Why did he think this is a good idea? Like, it's so funny, but not for the reasons he thinks. It's it's fucking hilarious, but only yes. outside of the context of being a character in the show. From a meta point of view, from a meta point of view, this is the funniest fucking thing. From an actual, like, in-character perspective, this is the cruelest thing imaginable. Yeah. Mm. I don't even know where he got this idea. No, like I think he just saw it in a store. Like he does kind of mention later that he sees it in a store, and the guy working there told him it would have been funny, and <laughs> or it's good, it's it's fine, it's good to do, and like I, we'll get there. But like I really have no idea what the fuck was going through his head. Like, and uh, oh, poor Charlotte. But, I know, but it's such good writing because like every single like wasp is like not funny like there's not a funny wasp like they're just uh-huh. not funny <laughs> you're like, right the people in the world who have had like the least amount of like not saying you have to go through hard times to be funny but like if you've never really had a bad day in your life how the fuck can you ever laugh at anything and like you can't really be funny because like being funny means just like I don't know. You have to like look at things from a different perspective that you just yeah. can't look at them from if you're just the most privileged person in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but like, you know, you'd never need to laugh at yourself because, you know, everyone else thinks you're amazing. You're a dickhead. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, the bummer of it was that like he gave her the gift and before she opened it, she looked so happy. And if he yeah. had just gotten her an actual gift, like, yeah. it would have made. They would have had a great day, and instead, this is mm-hmm. this is the route that he went. <laughs> yeah, I just can't imagine what he would have thought her other reaction could have possibly been. <laughs> like her just going, "Oh, Trey, you goof! Like you, you goofus! You're so funny! Like, oh my god, Trey! It's like we have a real baby here! Like, what was she gonna <laughs> say? Like, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, you're right. Like, he could have got her like." Considering it's all, like, flat and cardboard, like, maybe she thought it was an art print or something of, like, an artist she really liked or Mm -hmm. anything else. Because why would that be your first thought of, like, what your boyfriend, your husband would get you? Yeah, it really is a gift that you could never anticipate. (laughs) No, that's true. Yeah, if you're ever struggling to, like, surprise someone, cardboard cow of a baby. Yep. And it's like, for for most of my friends, I'd be like, well, thank God it's not a real one. But <laughs> in this case, he's like, no, we have one. So it goes both ways, whether they want a baby or don't want a baby. It's funny either way. It's it's the joke of baby brood. So yeah. <laughs> uh, then, okay, so this, that's it for now. We'll come back to Trey and Charlotte. We'll get, we'll, you know, find out. <laughs> we'll find out how the story ends. Like a cup of cold sick. That's how work goes down. Yes. <laughs> but for now, we go to Miranda, and she's doing her Vaseline thing with her hands in the gloves, and she's she calls her blind date with her gloves on. and So he's not there, but she leaves a message, and it's like, you know what? Let's meet up before you leave town again. And she's very yeah. excited about it. She's, she's happy. She wants to get like, fucking rawed. Dick down. And she can get rawed. I mean, you could still get an STD. I feel like half the, I feel like like 90% of the reason you should be using condoms is probably for like STI protection. Yeah. <laughs> because like, I mean, assuming that she was on the pill or something before, well, I don't think she was on the pill, but like, well, if not. you're on the pill, <laughs> that's going to be more effective anyway than a condom. But 
so I don't know. Maybe she shouldn't get rod, but it's her choice. So don't get rod, kids, because then you end up like me, and you have to do a fucking STI test, (laughs) and then you have to do the blood sample, and you end up bruising literally all of your fucking fingertips on your left hand. That's a lot. Don't get rod because it's not worth (laughs) it. It's not worth it. It. Yeah, that's a point. So, <laughs> this is your second Seagulls PSA. Don't get broad. God. So, okay, I was at the drugstore the other day, and I was – okay, so I haven't bought condoms in, like, 10 years, and I – went to the drugstore and they were selling condoms by the checkout for like $7.99 for a box of three condoms. Jesus. Oh, they're so expensive. See, that's why you do what I do and you buy them online and you buy a hundred of them for $50 and then you don't have to worry about it for like a year. Yeah, I did that. I bought like a hundred and then I haven't used a single one of them. I haven't used Both of you a are valid. single one. I was like, I bought them. I was like, I'm going to have so much sex. And like, I did, but I didn't use them. <laughs> You're valid. <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyway. Um, then we go to Samantha and she throws out her flower. Oh, wait. We never mentioned that Richard got her a flower and it was also long, pink, ugh. and amazing, just like his dick. Yeah. I want to, I, I should say like, Hey, if you've got a dick and you're dating me, can you please buy me a flower that is representative of your penis? <laughs> Don't send me a dick pic. Send me a flower so I know what yep. I'm dealing with. Uh-huh. Well, she throws out this metaphorical dick because mm. to her, it symbolizes like the fact that, he, that giving someone a flower is like a romantic gesture, but she's like, no, we are sex and we are work. There is no like romance here. So like, you can't yeah. give me a fucking flower. I'm throwing it in the fucking trash. And she she's happy with herself there. She smiles. She loves it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's great symbolism. It's very like poetic. But yeah, she throws away her flower. And then we see Carrie. Okay. I fucking hate this bitch. She goes home. <laughs> to apologize but because Aiden doesn't immediately apologize she doesn't apologize like she's like she looks at him and he looks up at her like kind of still pissed off and she's like ugh fine then (laughs) yeah and then she steps over Pete and then she makes a face because she's a criminal and she hates Pete yeah she only likes this dog when she likes Aiden it's fucking like and he's a cute boy He's yes, a very he's good, a good boy. boy. Yeah, and she's just being a grumpy grumpus, and it's like, Carrie, get over yourself. You need to yeah. learn how to coexist. This is not a good way to start living together with somebody. Like, I don't. I mean, like, a man I just moved in a few months ago, and, like, it is a lot of stuff to have together at first because it's like you are moving an entire person's house – or not house – an entire person's, like, apartment – into your own space where you already have an entire person's apartment so like it's a lot of stuff and matt and i both own a bunch of crap like we own so much (laughs) stuff and most of it is stuff we don't need like pokemon plush and amiibos and stuff but like obviously neither of us are gonna get rid of that stuff so like you have to find a way to make it work and find a way to like have storage and stuff like that like you you just make it work and it's fine and you're not unhappy you just it's it's just called being an adult. I don't understand why this is so hard for them. <laughs> I'm like, and the ugh, the other thing is like, you don't if you realize you're in the wrong, you don't apologize to someone to have them say sorry to you first. Like you apologize because you realize you fucked up, 
and you're trying to make it better. And most mm-hmm. of the time, if you do that, then the other person's like, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, too. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, it's just such, like, childish behavior. It's fucking stupid. No. But- she's never been the bigger person in her life before. She's, before. she's only been the big person in Aiden's yeah. life. So... <laughs> Uh, then we go to dinner at Charlotte's, so it's finally girls' night, and night. they're all there. It's, it's girls' night, and <laughs> Miranda's just, like, so horny. She's just, like, waiting to leave. She's, like, her date's not till 10, and she's just, like, so anxious. Like, when's dinner? What's for dinner? <laughs> uh, but, you know, the otherwise they're just having, like, a nice, normal conversation, and Carrie mentions how, you know, her and Aiden were yelling at each other, and Charlotte's, like, Trey and I never yell because we're wasps, and wasps don't <laughs> yell. It's genetic. I do yeah. want to back up That's real really quick good. and say she specifically says he yelled, then I yelled, and it's been three days, and I'll be damned if I say I'm sorry first. But statistically, it's going to probably be about four days till they say they're sorry. <laughs> wow, you're so right. Uh, and then probably another week, yeah. <laughs> Three days is such a long time <laughs> to live with someone in a tiny place and not fucking talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, oh. I'm still just thinking about Jess's joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you're right. It's I don't understand. They need to just figure it out. I just I don't. I just hate them together so much. Um, and so then, <laughs> so, so Samantha is talking again about Richard's perfect dick. And because she's like trying to reaffirm that that's the only thing she likes about him is his perfect dick. And she says this right as Trey walks in and Trey's like, whoops, I forgot it was ladies night. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's great. It's perfect timing. Mm -hmm. And she's like, Trey, I told you it was ladies night. It's God's night. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. And And then he he goes into kiss on the cheek and she just leans away from it just like fully oh. leans out of it and he's just like i see you're still mad at me i guess you told the girls about the baby and charlotte is just <laughs> like i did not tell the girls about the baby i am so pissed off about that i never want to think about it again in my fucking life i feel <laughs> like dare talk week, about it <laughs> this episode was written by fucking anton Chekhov. like yeah. <laughs> There's a lot going on. Chekhov's so- cardboard cut out of a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my uh-huh. god. Like, sh- everyone's like, what baby? And he's like, okay, girls, don't you think this is funny? Okay. Oh so- my god. The biggest <laughs> worky move in the world. This is so funny. Okay. So, like, you know how Charlotte wanted a baby? And I was like, I don't want a baby anymore. And she was devastated. Yeah. So, I, um,. <laughs> I got her th- this cardboard baby, right? It's funny, and <laughs> everyone is genuinely horrified. It's like it he is, said he fucking yeah. spat in her face. They're disgusting. It's like crickets. Yeah, it's it's completely quiet. And then he's like, "Carrie, you're funny. You think this is funny, right?" <laughs> and she just is. She doesn't say anything. She's like mortified, and she he's like, "Wait, wait, wait. Okay, you know what?" Wait, you gotta see it. So I'm gonna bring it out, and when you see it, you'll realize how funny it is. Like just the you know the the joke of cardboard baby. It's funny, and uh, and so he gets up to go get it, and Charlotte is like, "Trey, don't you dare go get that baby! If you bring it out, I swear to God, I'm gonna kill you!" And she does literally say she's gonna kill him. Yeah. And, 
And they but just start yelling at each other. They are <laughs> screaming at each other, and all the girls are like leaving. Um, uh, which also, I love that like not a single one of them stuck up for her. They just were mortified. Yeah, they were that disgusted. It's kind of like I, when you go to your friend's house when you're 13 years old, and the friend's parent is kind of just like, don't you think it's kind of, you know, like, don't you think that, that this thing that your friend said was wrong, and you're just like, um, <laughs> you're putting me in a really awkward position here, yeah. and it's like, what are you going to say? But, and, yeah. I think because I was always the, like, my friend's parents always liked me. And also, I was just very mouthy. I don't know how it happened, but I would always be like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's valid. Yeah. Um, I think the funniest thing about this whole scene is when Charlotte chases after him, she's like, well, how would you feel if I got you a big cardboard flaccid penis as a gift? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, Charlotte. And, the, and she's like, all the girls know and they're tired of hearing about it. They all know <laughs> shitty dick. <laughs> Now it doesn't work. <laughs> it is so much. The writing in this episode is like through the fucking roof. It's so good. This episode deserves an Emmy. I'm Emmy reacting this episode. It's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, it's good. So, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Um, they all they will leave because uh, they're uncomfortable. So uh, Samantha gets a message from Richard. Well, he phones her and says, "Like, meet me at the hotel." And she's like, "Okay." And she goes and they're on the roof and he's prepared a romantic dinner by the pool. And she's like, this ain't happening, buddy. <laughs> it ain't happening. I want to see your dick. Get your fucking dick out. I'm <laughs> not doing this. Get your dick out. Yeah. <laughs> and she always calls it his perfect dick as well. I hate it. Every yeah. time I hear it. It, it's like uh-huh. Sufjan Stevens saying masturbated. Every time I just die a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Le petit mot. It's yeah. <laughs> and he does get his dick out. So okay, so when this came on, Matt was like, what are you gonna call this? Because you got your titty tally, so like what is the name for the count for the dick? And I was mm. like, so what I wrote was spotted dick, because <laughs> I but I don't know. Do you guys have any suggestions? <laughs> I I no. I don't think I it do. has to be an alliteration if it's not going to be a spotted dick. But like penis mm. points yeah. is very good. Cockwatch. Penis points is good. Uh huh. Oh yeah, I like that too. It's really unfortunate that this is like really the only time we're ever gonna, you know, have a. There's one in the movie. Well, yeah, that's true. Okay, so I guess later, but like in the run of the actual, you know, the the series run of the show. Yeah, they're on HBO. And they chose to show us precisely one penis. So it's, it's rude. It is rude. People always complained about like how much dick was on Game of Thrones. And I'm like, you see like three dicks over the course of the entire show. That is not enough. That is that is not even close to enough. Like, what Whoa. do you mean? I don't understand what you mean. And and this is like a fraction of that. This is sex in the city. It has sex in the title, and Game of Thrones <laughs> shows, like, three times more dicks. There should be, like, at least two a season, mm-hmm. I feel. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like, I'm not saying one every episode, but, like, equal – should be roughly equal to the T's. I think there should be – yes. I was going to say there should be dick titty parody. Yeah. So <laughs> there should be – every time there's two titties, there should be one dick. That's that's parody to me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I think I feel like balls, balls count. 
You know, the whole package is one thing, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're gonna, you're not gonna see the balls without the rest of the dick, and you're probably not gonna see the dick without the balls unless the balls are super tiny. But <laughs> but anyway, beyond the point, we do see his 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 pee pee. We see it. We see, yeah, we see the pubes itch. Yeah. Um, And then we have like a zoom out and we see him completely naked. Because at first I was like, that could be a stunt dick. But no. (laughs) Well, I think it was a stunt dick when they showed the close up, but the close up was like half a second. And then I think what they did was. They, I think it was just a stunt for that, and then later we see them from far away when he like dives into the pool, and we see his whole body, mm. and I th- that's obviously him. Because back then they didn't have like Cersei walk of shame titty CGI that they have. <laughs> no, they, they had didn't now. have advanced dick techniques like we. <laughs> yeah, that we all know and love from yeah. from now. So yeah, <laughs> I do um, have some critiques, and one is that. She always specifies that it's pink, and it didn't seem that pink to me. I don't know if it would have looked, like, better if it did. And then also, what... I don't think I've ever, that's what I'm talking about, it, a flaccid penis. Yeah, there was a bit of discussion in the Discord about this, about, yeah. like, <laughs> how, like, a half chub is preferable to, like, a full-on erect penis, but yeah. then, like, a fully flaccid is, like... I don't know. It's just like whatever, I guess. I mean, and she knows what it's capable of as mm. well. Like it's not a, it's not a new dick. When it's a new dick and it's flaccid, it's like yeah. But then if it's a dick that you know, you know what it can do, and mm-hmm. it's a, it's a flaccid. You're like cool. I know what I'm working with. That's true. That's a really good point. Yeah, it's the potential energy of the dick. Yeah, it's not the it's not a full energy. Yes. but you know the potential. Yes. And I also kind of feel like, um, I feel like when she says it's this like perfect pink dick, like I feel like she just means he's white. Is that, is that not just what (laughs) she means? Oh no. I mean, like, cause not every white guy has a pink dick. I mean, I don't know. They're all, they're all the same. Like they're not, but like. But no one other than white guys has a pink dick. I feel like the only part that's really pink is like the head. Like that's the part that's like really pink. Uh-huh. But, like, we don't really see that because he's flaccid. All white penises are pink, but all pink penises are white. Mm. That's a good point. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm like, I don't know. And I'm like, uh, I'm not really down for, like, race preference when it comes to penises. Like, it's a bit creepy. Um and I know I don't really the color doesn't bother me. Like if yeah. it was a if it was a very distant color to the rest of their body, that's a question. But yeah, that would be just kind of just like you like when someone puts on makeup and their entire face is a different color from their neck. <laughs> yeah, like, it's your dick. <laughs> I remember I remember my mom once telling me that like someone once once asked her if like black guys' dicks are black too. What do you mean? Like, what did they expect? And yeah, it's like, <laughs> what What the fuck? Do you think they're like fucking dogs and they got like a red... Like, what did you expect? I don't... That's... I don't understand. That's the weirdest question. It's the I, that's weirdest such a thing. weird thing to ask someone, too. Yeah. I don't feel like I've ever really seen any particular discrepancy between like regular like body color and like dick no. color, but I also haven't seen a white dick in the flesh in like a couple years. So I really can't say. <laughs> Good for you. Good for me, yeah. (laughs) 
so who knows? But <laughs> who can never be sure? Sure. I don't know what's going on out there, but Samantha does. So <laughs> in the white dick in the white dick industry, um, we we have these conversations in the white dick Discord. It's <laughs> a conversation that goes on constantly. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but. Anyway, enough about white penises. I've had enough of them. Enough of that. We also got to recognize that we do have a titty tally as well. We did not say that. There is, in fact, a titty tally. We see Samantha fully topless, as Richard is also fully topless and pantless. She she has great boobs. Yeah, I really thought I was watching them. I was like, she has great boobs. Mm hmm. Yeah. Perfect. Talk about fucking perfect body parts, Mm -hmm. perfect tees. Titties can be perfect. Yeah, there, there's some. That's some good shit there. Oh, not everyone is attractive, but everyone's boobs are. That's a fact. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good point. I feel like it's like you can't really come across tits that are doing it wrong. They're just kind of all doing it right, and oh. yeah, Samantha's doing it right. So, uh, so they go swimming, and I guess uh, presuming they have sex, but we just see them jump in the pool naked and. Uh, then we go back to Trey, who is sleeping in the guest room, and Charlotte is inspecting her pores in peace. Yeah. Uh, the mirror is, like, comically zoomed. It's like they, like, inserted the, it, like, I don't know what they did. They either got, like, a ridiculously zoomed mirror, far more than, like, any, you know, makeup mirror you'd get for, like, your desk is. It, it I swear to God, like, my mirror is, like, three times zoom. This must be, like, a ten times zoom mirror. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I love those ones. And it's all, like, got light around it, so it's glowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you gotta see so each good. individual pore. Yeah. she's She can inspect every single pore. It's incredible. And she also throws the, the cardboard baby on top of Trey sleeping in the guest room, <laughs> which I really like. Um... Then we go to Miranda, who's getting absolutely fucked into oblivion. Like, <laughs> three times, baby. Just fucking obliterated, like pussy gone. Like, it's <laughs> destroyed. Yeah. Um, it's because it's her last meal. Well, she's on death row. Yes. Yep. So she's feeding it. She's, I mean, I wonder if you're allowed to request that for your last meal. If you're on death row and you're like, they're like, what do you want? And you're like, I want my Cop. last meal to just be getting absolutely pounded. <laughs> um, uh, can my last meal be pussy? Thank you. If I ever am on death row, I am absolutely <laughs> saying that. Yeah, for my last meal, I would like my meat tenderized, please. Yes. Um, yeah. I want to get my holes wrecked. Thank you. Uh-huh. Guts rearranged. <laughs> um, yeah, she's going at it. And she says, fuck me like there's no tomorrow. This might just be the execution method, for all we know. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's how I want to go. It's how I want to go. Yeah, just fucked until you're fully dehydrated and you just pass the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get fucked to death. Yeah. Well, so does Miranda, and she does. And <laughs> rip Miranda and her baby, I guess. We're, this is the end of her plot for the whole series. <laughs> um then we go back to Samantha and Richard. They get out of the pool, and he wants her to dance with him. And, like, Samantha's very apprehensive because she's very much just, like, she's been this whole time, like, it's work and sex. I am not seeing you romantically. And he's just like, I'm your boss. It's an order. And so she agrees. <gasps> yeah, it's kind of cute, I guess, but it's also kind of, like, Ugh. 
I don't know. It's like it would yeah. be cute if it wasn't also like this weird power. Like I don't know. It would be cute if he didn't say literally five seconds before I'm your boss. That's an order. Yeah, even if he's saying it in a way that's, like, clearly playful and, like, it's not like he's like, you're going to get fired if you don't dance with me, but it's just, like, it's still, like, a very, it, it's a it's weird thing like, to say. If yeah. you say no, it's going to be <laughs> awkward between us, you know? Yeah, for sure. And this is where, this is where we get another dick joke, because Carrie's voiceover comes in and is like, Samantha threw in the towel, she thought he was just the perfect dick, but he might be the perfect Richard. Oh. <laughs> just like he's not okay. no he's not he's no, far from perfect. i don't think he's even in the top 10 of richards no no i'm like richard iowati yeah he's one for sure yeah yeah that's for sure one that's better yeah yeah absolutely um i can't think of any more um, yeah, that's I'll it. I'll get back to you. I'll get back There's to you. There's definitely more out there. I just don't know who they are because I don't talk yeah. to that many men. Even if there yeah. aren't 10 good Richards, he's still not in the top 10 Richards. No. <laughs> no, you're right. Absolutely um, right. Richard Armitage <laughs> from <laughs> Hannibal and Hobbit. He's cool. Yeah. yeah. He's maybe in like 11. Yeah. Definitely better than know. this Richard. So yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Um Richard the Third is a better fucking Richard than this dickhead, and he killed two. <laughs> he killed two boys. <laughs> yeah, that is still better than what Richard does to Samantha. So, yeah. mm-hmm. history jokes. Um. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so then we go back to Carrie, and oh, you said that they dance together, and she like puts her hand, puts her head on his shoulder. It's very cute. Um, but yeah, we go back to Carrie, and she's cuddling out with Aiden. She says sorry, and he says sorry too. Yeah, they apologize, and then she's like, okay, I need you to do something for me. I need you to just not talk to me for one whole hour whenever I get home. Just let me have that one hour and just pretend I'm not here. I'm just gone. And then he's like, okay, I can do that for you. That's fine. Totally normal. And so she goes into the room closes the, her i guess their room has like blinds right now like they have like curtains yeah uh, she has like because she has like a not a studio but like an open plan well i guess it's studio she has like an open plan apartment and she yeah. has curtains blocking where her bed is um so yeah it's just sort of shuts it off a bit but they're basically see-through anyway You can just see her lying on the bed with her head just, like, facing the ceiling. And it's like (laughs) she's just mentally just dissociating. Well, it's all, like, shot, like, all porny because she's, like, like, her tits are, like, pushed out. And she's, like, you know, her collarbones popped. Like, she's all sweaty and oily. I'm, like, what the fuck is going on? Um, It looks like softcore porn for a second. Like, the beginning of a softcore porn. (laughs) Um, And then she, like, she's, and it's just, like, the the artistic direction, the cinematography, the cinematography <laughs> of this episode. So it's like close up of Aiden reading. Cut to Carrie or Pawnee on the bed. Cut to Aiden reading, but it's closer up. Cut to Carrie, but closer. Like it's zooming in to each of them and cutting back and forth. It's and just then- like that one scene in Ferris Bueller where they like. Yeah, do the painting and then they do Cameron and then they do the painting and then they do Cameron. <laughs> it's the exact same. It's there's literally no difference. Yeah. Maybe is a reference to Matthew Broderick. Maybe um, it is. Uh, and true. then she pops her head out like she's Goldie Horn on laughing, and she's like, "So, uh, how you doing? 
Because she changes her mind because she misses him. Yeah. I guess the whole thing is like once you get the thing you want, you're like, I'm good. I don't need to actually enjoy the thing I want. I just wanted to have the – I wanted to have the option to have alone time. (laughs) And now that I – I got that option, so now it's time to hang out again. <laughs> and like, okay, she did a she did an actual good thing of like setting boundaries, I guess. Like she said it in a very harsh way, but I understand, you know, if you're out in the world, like I'm sort of a similar way. Like sometimes I just need to be alone, and it's yeah. not like I don't like anyone. It's just no, I had a busy day and I talked to a lot of people, and I just need to be by myself for a bit, and then I'll come down and chill. But. Yeah, I feel like I'm I'm very much the same because I very much like will just die if I have to constantly be social with people and I very yeah. much need that time to be alone. But even that being said, like living in a place with another person, we're both just very much people who can just sit there and be completely quiet. Like I don't understand yeah. like if they're just constantly talking to each other when they're together, like you don't have to do that. You can just no. share a space and like do your own thing. No. I mean, she could have said it in a much more normal way of like, hey, you know, sometimes I might come home and I just don't want to talk for a bit. I need to unwind. So like, just leave me alone if I'm doing that. And he'd be like, okay. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. don't talk to me for an hour. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> One hour. <laughs> As if that's the worst fucking thing that this man could go through is not having yeah. to talk to her for an hour. <laughs> I would. I think he kind of loves that because he says it so quickly as well. He's like, "Yep, that's great. Like, that's, yep, fine. That's, that's fine. Yep, that's good. absolutely fine. That's, yeah, I can do that. It's no problem." Um, yeah, and then when she's just like, oh, "So what are you up to?" He just shakes his head at her and he's like, mm, "Nope." Mm-mm. He's like, and "Not he's, talking to you." And he's like, "Oh, got to fucking talk to this woman now." Um. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah. I had a really busy day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like she goes and sits down like in between his legs which how big is this fucking chair i guess it's pretty big but and they yeah but they're together and they're not talking so it's kind of you know a little intermediate yeah meet in the middle this cute mm-hmm. i guess and then oh my god this fucking this is worse than fucking that last lord of the rings movie there's so many goddamn endings <laughs> That is true. It's just like you think it's over and then it's not over. And then you think, think it's, it's over and then it's not over. It's not. Um, so yeah, so Carrie's wearing her ugly fucking mummy dress <laughs> and she throws the plant away and then walks down the street like clicking her heels like she's Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. What the fuck did Pretty she much. do to this plant? It is know. so hard to kill a plant that quickly. It's, and I think it's like... It's like one of those plants that, like all the fucking Instagram bitches have. Like it's one of those plants that is hard to kill. I yeah. don't know which one mm-hmm. it is, but it's you know. <laughs> they need like zero sunlight. Unless she must have literally poured bleach on it. Like that's the yeah. only thing I can think of. I think it was like a passive aggressive statement of like, <laughs> I will fucking kill your dog next, motherfucker. <laughs> Oh my god, it's like Carrie and Aiden move to the suburbs, and Carrie is Mac, and Aiden mm. is Dennis. Yeah. And poor Pete. Honestly, like, I can, see, yeah. I can see her going, like, full bunny boiler and just, you know. Because she's just like, you're eating the dog, Aiden. <laughs> you're eating the dog. And then she just fucking, he, they just fucking break up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's episode, so rankings. Do you want to go first, Jess? <laughs> sure. Um, I, up until we were talking, 
I had Miranda first, but I switched it when we were talking about the dinner and um, Charlotte going off on Trey. So I've got Charlotte, then Miranda, then Samantha, then Carrie. Yeah. Yeah. That's accurate. I think I'm the same. I would agree. Like, I feel like Charlotte got the worst hand by a mile. Mm -hmm. And um, she dealt with it. Yeah, she absolutely just killed it this week. Just, like, just the fact that this entire plot is, like, the thing I remember most from the entire series just means that, like, Charlotte extremely sticks out in this episode as being, like, just, it's obviously my favorite part of the whole episode, like, plot-wise, um, but she just handles it in such a way that's just so funny. Like, just hearing Kristen Davis be like, what if I got a fucking cardboard flossing penis for you? <laughs> is just, like, the fact that she's delivering this, and I believe it, is just amazing to me. I love it. Just, like, Emmy, Emmy react for her. I, it's, I, I don't know. She, I don't think she ever got an Emmy, which is, like, fucking criminal. Yeah, that's absolutely ridiculous. Because she obviously, like, of the four, kills it way harder than the other three do. Like, She's Sam- well, Samantha gets a- Samantha gets a lot of lines that just the fact that she can deliver them with the face and voice that she does mm-hmm. and without fucking mm-hmm. losing it, she deserves 10,000 Emmys for that. But, like, definitely Chris and Davis, like, hands down is the best of the four in terms of that. So, yeah. yeah. Not to be a flaccid yeah. dick about it, but, like, <laughs> her faces are truly perfect. <laughs> They're so good. Her faces are so good. I love her. Uh, and just seeing her relationship with Trey unravel, I mean, it, it's been unraveling for a while, but just seeing it, like, really get to this point is, like, God, I've been waiting for this for so long. Because for so <laughs> long, you're like, Trey is fine. And now we can finally just be like, oh, my God, fuck Trey. <laughs> fuck him <laughs> yeah. so much. At least he's Kyle McLaughlin. If he was anyone else, I would be throwing my TV at the wall. So <laughs> True, true. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. looking it up now. Kristen Davis, she's been nominated for an Emmy and a Golden okay. Globe, but she didn't win. And she won, but they all won SAGs as an ensemble, so. Okay, well, that's yeah. that's fine, I guess. That's valid, but I feel like, okay, she got a bit of recognition, but she, she could, I want to see more of her. I like her. Me too. Yeah, I kind of wish she'd done anything after Sex in the City, but she hasn't really continued acting as far as I can tell. Like, I haven't seen her in anything. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm, I think she was in, like, a couple, like, Adam Sandler movies, I want to say, which mm, he doesn't deserve to even look at her. Mm, yeah. That's really sad that she just went on to do Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> yeah, that's not... <laughs> that's so that, sad. <laughs> there's no fucking justice in the world. Although, I think she was talking about, like... I remember seeing recently she was talking about, like, her... She because she actually adopted children in real life as well. And okay. she was talking about how like much fun she's having being a mother and stuff. And I was like, go off. Well, that's nice. I like to hear that. I'm happy yeah. she's happy. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that is our rankings. So now we can move to questions. We only have one question this week. Yeah. But if you want to send us a question, you can send it to citygirlsmakedo.tumblr.com slash ask. And uh, we will read it on the show. So our question this week is from Anonymous, but it's actually Alex Leafcrunch, friend and guest of the show. I think you should take this one because you're the only person who will understand it. Yeah. Okay. So the question from Alex is, happy Homestuck episode. This is Alex Leafcrunch. I'm not logged in. 
Of course she's not. She's always logged off with her chamomile tea, so duh. <laughs> um, so uh, she is asked, what would each of the girls' lucis and strife specibus be? <laughs> so, okay, so for context, so a strife specibus is like what weapon class you have. So like, for example, you could be like hammer kind and you can only use hammers as your weapons or you could be like knife kind and you can only use knives as your weapons and stuff like that. So... Um, so basically, like, what would their weapon class be? Okay. So, uh, if you are, so yeah, like I said, if you're, if you're, like, hammers, then you'd be hammer kind, so that's, like, the nomenclature for it. So, Carrie, I decided, would be stiletto kind, so she can only attack using her high heels. Yeah. Well, could she uh, so, have, like, a stiletto as in the actual dagger, a stiletto? See, this is where Ooh. I think it could be interesting, because I think that it could be kind of flexible. I feel like anything that falls under the umbrella of that word, you could okay. probably use. So I feel like, and this is going to come up again when I get to uh, Charlotte, I think. But, okay. yeah, so I think hers would be stiletto kind, and yeah, I absolutely think that that could be included in that. Um, so then I decided Miranda would be chopstick kind because she's always ordering takeout. So she probably has like a lot of chopsticks. She could probably get some kind of like magic chopsticks she could use or something like that. But like she definitely, I just can't really see her using many other kinds of weapons. So she's chopstick kind. Uh, I said that Samantha, okay, so this one I thought was really funny. Um, I said that Samantha would be mankind. (laughs) So she uses men as her weapon. Yeah. (laughs) So she can only use men as her weapon. Uh, that is her only way to attack other people is by using men. And then Charlotte, I said, was rabbit kind. So I feel like she could use, like, the actual rabbits or she could, well, like, the more obvious one is using, like, a rabbit vibrator. So yeah. her main weapon of attack would be a rabbit vibrator. So those are their strife specibi. Uh, their luci or their lucises would be okay. So I so okay. A lucis is like the animal creature that raises you when you grow up. So like instead of having parents, you have like this kind of creature that is just lives in your house with you and like grows up with you. So I said that Charlotte's would be a unicorn. So, because it can be like, it it can be like mythical, it can be kind of weird, like the one person has like a centaur butler in Homestuck, so like, it can be kind of weird. So hers would be a unicorn. I feel like Samantha's would be a cat, just so that it could be called like pussy something, (laughs) like pussy Mm -hmm. mom or something like that, because it's kind of like having their parent. Um, I'm not sure, what do you think about the other two? Like, what kind of giant animal type thing could raise Carrie or... Miranda. Hmm. Carrie's a horse girl. I don't know that this is canonically true, but I do feel like it is. It would be really funny if Miranda had a horse and Charlotte had a unicorn because it's just like you're the practical, realistic version. And then Charlotte is like the fairy tale (laughs) version (laughs) that's actually good. I feel like (laughs) Carrie, okay, Carrie has like a chihuahua that she can dress up. Ooh, that would be really cool. Definitely, like, because if she had, like, a horse, then it would be, like, a My Little Pony. Just, like, a real My Little Pony, you know? Like, yeah. it's pink. It's not on Unicorn, but it's pink, and you can put clothes on it, and it talks. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel like it's something that you can dress up. So maybe a Chihuahua. Mm. Um, that would be good. And then, yeah, maybe Miranda is more like a bear. Ooh, true. That could be good, too. 
Like, I kind of just thought of a bear because, like, bears are big and cuddly, but they're, you know, they can attack. Yeah, and they just hibernate too, which I feel like Miranda would be extremely about. Like, I feel like she would mm-hmm. love to just spend her entire winter in bed, never she's, talking to another human. She's yeah. an extreme hibernator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A bear that would also good. eat chocolate cake out of the trash, so. Yes. True. They are so right. They're so they right. They So, okay, so the one kind of caveat to all of this is that, like, so when you enter the game of Spurb, where, you know, you, you – the whole – premise of Homestuck is they're all playing a game so when they enter the game like at some point they're like all of the trolls Lucis dies pretty early on so they would all end up dying at some okay. point um so you do have to think I mean the bear is gonna die but it's R. not really R. that sad I guess not but everything yeah. dies it's fine you're right you're so right if you're in Homestuck on average you die like tw- Two or three times. So, yeah. if you're any character, so, uh, so it's totally fine. But okay, so I think that's I think that's pretty good. I think we covered all those bases there. Yeah. Um. So thank you for sending the homestuck question that like half our listeners won't understand. Uh. <laughs> but I'm happy to have answered it. So I think you did a good job explaining it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's good. They're they're not too convoluted at least because there can be some really convoluted stuff going on in homestuck. Yeah. But I don't think it's too bad. So. Um, those are all our questions. So I guess we can do Patreon now. So if you want to go to patreon.com slash citygirlsmakedo, you can give us money and we will love you. So if you give us $1 a month, you are a certified haymower and you get special role in the Discord. You get access to any bonus content re-release, whether it is the Keanu podcast or the Mummy Mailbag. You get access to the Looker and Nanu secret photo channel, uh, which it's is good. pretty good in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. at the $5 level, you are a cardboard cutout of a baby. So shout out to Trey for making this happen. Uh, <laughs> in this tier, you get access to everything from the $1 tier. Uh, you get an even more special role in the Discord. You get a shout out on the podcast. And you can submit stuff in Steve Voice if you want. Uh, so I need to grab our patron list so I can read them out. <laughs> uh, so our list of – I should just know them by now because there's, like, not that many <laughs> – uh, here we go. Our $5 patrons are Summergeist, Jess Ayalaji, that's you. That's me. Uh, Siberian Hi. Pine Harnwood, Jennifer Snyder, Dan McDawson Silva, Matt Ribeiro, uh, and Pierre the Disaster. So thank you to all of you for giving us the $5. And uh, at the $10 level, you can get all of that, plus you can listen to us record live if you so like to do so. And uh, yeah, that is all of the Patreon stuff. Uh, Jess, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, I don't really do much, so <laughs> you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at AnnoyCostGuest, but, like, I don't really I, – I mostly just post things I Photoshop occasionally. Um, and also, it's can I just though. say, I cannot wait for when Lighthouse comes on DVD so I can make you do any of the rants in Steve voice. <gasps> oh, God. I'm, okay. <laughs> I – I'm famished, right? Because the lighthouse doesn't come out here until next year. Oh my I god. Feel, that's so sad. I feel like I'm in the fucking lighthouse. I feel like I'm going crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's real good. Like, we saw it. Like, well, I saw it with Jess because uh, she was visiting, like, 
a week and a half ago. So we went to go see it. And yeah, the cinematography, like it's it's <sighs> yes. real good. And oh my God, just Robert Pattinson's accent. Like Matt described it as him doing him trying to be Matt Damon's Boston accent. <laughs> and I didn't even realize it was supposed to be a Boston accent until like halfway through the movie. And then I was like, and then it was just like 10,000% Matt Damon Boston accent for the rest of the movie onwards. Oh my God. I didn't realize it's it until so we walked out of the theater and I live in Boston. So it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's that's not- because it's like obviously no one in boston actually sounds it's like, like an that. antiquated boston accent but also i yeah. feel like boston speaking as a british person like doing american accent isn't too hard but doing a boston accent specifically is impossible you might mm, as well be yeah. telling me to just speak out of my fucking nose like i can't do it <laughs> That's honestly completely valid. There's no reason why you should ever try to do one is the thing. No. But Robert mm. Pattinson, he fucking, he he did something there. And yeah. I will also say this is the first time I've ever seen Robert Pattinson in anything and been like, yeah, no, he could get it. Because I've never yeah. really found him hot before. And I was like, oh nope, nope, yep. No, I was in love with him in Twilight. I still am. Um, I've been listening to uh, FK Twigs' new album, so I kind of hate him, but... <laughs> At the That's same valid. time, like, yeah, I he can guess it. If you're listening, <laughs> hit me up. Famous listener like, of the show, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, I feel like uh-huh. every... I watch Twilight so much, I actually feel like every guy I've ever dated has been, like, kind of an, kind of an Edward type. Hmm, it's from trusting. Yeah. I need hmm. to stop that. Because <laughs> it's not getting me anywhere. These fucking pale, skinny white boys who look like they're gonna die. You um. gotta find a Bella type for you, or like an Perhaps. Anna Kendrick. <laughs> Perhaps maybe a Rosalie. She was hot. Mm. Yeah, Alice also was very hot. True. Mm-hmm. There's lots of good choices. Everyone was kind of hot in that movie. Remember mm-hmm. how Lee Pace was in Twilight? <laughs> oh my! I keep forgetting that. Like, I know that you and I have had this exact conversation before. Do you remember how Romy Malik was in Twilight? Really? I always forget about that, too. Oh, my God. Romy Malik has some really fucking interesting choices in the things he decides to be in. Do you remember how Michael <laughs> Sheen was in three Twilight movies? He sure the fuck was. He sure the fuck was. Yeah, I do remember. Michael Sheen. <laughs> fucking Wesley Snipes was in Twilight. <laughs> Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I wish the real Wesley Snipes in Twilight and it was Blade. Yeah. <laughs> he just made a cameo for no real reason. That'd be okay. Uh, anyway. God. Enough about yeah. Twilight. If you want <laughs> to do a Twilight podcast, um, we won't. But Keanu will probably be coming soon. Yeah, that'll be coming soon. So yeah. stay tuned for that. And you just got to give us $1 or more a month and you'll be able to listen to it when it comes out. So sounds pretty good to me so and he i mean he famously did a vampire movie i'm so excited to do dracula because i will <sighs> just talk about the outfits for like half of it yeah. i'm like oh yeah this movie is really bad but the costumes mm-hmm. bitch i want a bustle can um donate to the patreon so i can buy a bustle <laughs> <laughs> i really want to buy a corset you guys i do you really genuinely it. want to buy a corset the thing is they they're good for aesthetic so yeah. they're mm-hmm. they're aesthetically good, but yeah. Um, <laughs> well, if you want to find me online talking about things that are probably not Twilight, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Age of Oddish, or you can follow me at uh, Windfall Island on Tumblr. 
Um, yeah, if you want to follow me to be talking about things which are definitely Twilight, but also other <laughs> stuff too, um, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Alex Lavergo and on Tumblr at Dork Phoenix. Hell yeah. And follow us on Twitter and Tumblr at City Girls Make Do. And check us out on noisepace.xyz if you want to see us, but also other podcasts. I might be on Elite Full Restore Ooh. this week, maybe. So, because there's a new Pokemon game coming out this Friday. I mean, you may have heard of it. It's called Pokemon Sword <laughs> and Shield. All one word, Sword and Shield. Uh, and so my boyfriend, Matt, AKA noise space overlord runs that podcast. Cause we're both mm. big fucking Pokemon nerds. And so might be on that this week. Personally, all I can say to that is nepotism. Um, <laughs> kind of disgusting. I mean, you are, I mean, I guess you're technically sleeping with your boss. <laughs> He's not my boss. If we I mean, made literally any money off of um, noise space, then you would be sleeping with your boss, but we're not. <laughs> it's funny though because like it's like the opposite of that because there are so many places where he could give me special privileges and doesn't. So yeah. <laughs> like he only I only just got mod privileges on our other server because he gave them to everybody. So <laughs> <laughs> like if nepotism was real, then I would have had them like two years ago, but it's not. I love- so. I love when we were talking about getting, like, mods in HKIP and people were like, Stephanie? And then we're like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been really funny. <laughs> I mean, I would have, I now that I know that the roll color is purple, I may have applied for it. Just be like, it'd be purple and not red or yellow. But Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so check that out. Elite Full Restore is also on Noise Space, so it'll be there. And, uh... So long and good night, gamers. <laughs> Fucking hate cops. <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck cops. Mow hair every day. So long, good night. The boys are back. Yeah, McRib stands for My Chemical Romance is back. So jot that down. Yeah, it does. The My Chemical Romance is back is back. So, <laughs> <laughs> <Back> bye, gamers. <laughs> bye. <laughs>